quem se ama Muita calma pra pensar E ter tempo pra sonhar Da janela vê seu corcovado O Redentor que lindo Quero a vida sempre assim Com você perto de mim And good morning. <laughs> This is the redo of the All Things SR podcast from yesterday. <laughs> Hello, Leslie. How are good you? Morning. Good morning. Good afternoon <laughs> evening for those around the globe. So glad that you guys can join us mm -hmm. again. Uh, let's see if we can get it uh, get through. <laughs> Get through and find <laughs> so far all good <laughs> of Gabriel's redemption. It seems like this is the chapter that doesn't uh, want to end, one way or the other. <laughs> uh, true, that is very and true. And it's so great to see our friends who were able to join us this morning at uh, 9 a.m. New York time. Hi, Shell and Ashley. Mm -hmm. Betty, I see, is in the chat as well, which is lovely. We weren't mm -hmm. sure if you'd be able to make it or not. So super glad to see you all this morning. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and everybody else. Well, and Walter's actually uh, very much cozy upstairs. And uh, because he's had his morning breakfast, his morning walk, and has now passed out for the rest of the morning. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so no cameos by One Walter this morning? I hope to God not. <laughs> I hope to God not. Because I love him to death, but he can, his bark does get annoying. <laughs> And as he gets more elderly, it gets worse. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, he hopefully he'll nothing, get to so. sleep and you'll have a little peace and we'll have a little... Uh, a little less uh, Walter uh, interjection into the podcast today. And Shell said she did Hopefully, have to yes. give him a shout out, <laughs> which I, I think appreciate is great, that. Shell. I will let him know. And Betty's asking, <laughs> how did everyone do yesterday with the Arctic air? Uh, oh. I stayed inside. That didn't go I out. <laughs> the wind was howling. I didn't go out either. Yes, Walter is our mascot, and he does voice his opinion on certain things on the novels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's so. crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Is Walter... I'll have to ask, Betty. I don't know. Uh, as far, I think he's more Team William than anything. Uh, yes, because Betty asked if Walter's uh, Team Gabriel or Team Paul. Gabriel. <laughs> Team yes, Willie. Yes. <laughs> Team Willie. And Betty knows Walter's our mascot. He likes to voice his opinion on the novels. Yes, I think I think that's right. And I I do, I, I think that's right. And our friend Kenzie loves it every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun. So, Too anyway. Much fun. Too much fun is right. Too much fun is right. So, so I think we should um, go over the as of, What do you think, Pam? Yeah, I know we put it in 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 the in our uh, chat yesterday, but you know we know that uh, uh, Gabriel uh, Gabriel's Redemption is continuing to film, and 
I know Christian and Christian Vitt and Margot and James have all finished and uh, have gone off off to the their other side of their non-Gabriel lives, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, SR thinks the filming is going to be going to be extended till March, but nothing's been put out by Passion Flicks on that. So we'll see what happens there. This week we learned that Passion Flicks has optioned the first 11 books of a series by J.R. Ward. Tosca announced they will be filming the first one this year and uh, he posted on social media that he's very happy for Passion Flicks. And I know J.R. Ward's readers are going to be very happy about this announcement. And with respect to Gabriel's promise, he's hopeful for the future that Passion Flicks will adopt it someday. But it has not been officially um, optioned, as far as I know. SR is writing. Yay. Yay. And he's trying to finish his... Yeah, he's trying to finish his most recent book. And uh, which I know is... It it will be taking place in Paris around a French-Canadian and a Spaniard. So that'll be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I, for this new book, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's and it's so exciting. For yeah, it's going to be great. To so when we hear from him that he's writing and he's working on it, and he just seems very energized by that, and I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. shall well, you know a, a lot? I, oh, go I'll, ahead. A lot of artists, especially during the pandemic, there were a lot of artists that were whether they be painters, writers, actors, all felt had a uh, like a languishing that they couldn't get their hands into what they normally mm-hmm. would do. So I, I know that I know Phil felt it because he couldn't go to places that he likes to paint or sketch to paint from. And I know SR mentioned it a couple times uh, with his writing. And uh, I know that there were some actors that were pretty, uh, like, bummed out. I think it went both well. ways. I think I think for some, it was really strug- a struggle. I think especially for people who are inspired by the going places and inspired by being mm-hmm. in an area or a situation. And we all know that SR loves to do his research and he'll go to places and be absorbed in that mm-hmm. area and to, to get that motivation and that inspiration and then I've read there were other artists who were like prolifically active um, that kind of forced them to look internally and for them that's what they needed so mm-hmm. it's interesting it depends on on where people find their muses I think and where the inspiration comes from mm-hmm. true but when you have someone who groups that like to people watch and look at their environment, that's exactly. hard. Because if you can't look people watch and, and do that, it makes it hard. Very for them. hard. So. Very very hard. So I'm but, so excited that he's writing and working on his new yes. his new book, which is very very exciting. And uh, looking in the chat. And I, I was just going to say, there's been a couple comments about excited for more SR from Shell. Floor just joined us. Hello, mm-hmm. Floor. Karina joined us. Hello. Good morning. Um, Betty noted that James, a.k.a. Paul, is gone. His absence will be felt. 
Um, and Shell also noted, yes. I haven't read the Black Dagger Brotherhood, but know many who love it. So that's about the new book series uh, option by J.R. Ward. And then Betty says, and meanwhile, I wonder if Willie's trying to mind control a few people at Passion Flicks. And uh, <laughs> <he also laughs> you never know. Noted, this book is the most anticipated novel. And also mentioned the pandemic and was the welcome for many. True. And welcome MBF07. Yes. Welcome. It's nice that you could join us welcome this to the podcast. We're going over news from SR's world. These are announcements SR shared with us to share with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, SR also noted that there's a group of Spanish speaking readers are getting ready to read together the Lalandra. And uh, the group is being organized on Facebook. Uh, Karen Ford is also organizing an English-speaking readers on Facebook to read the Florentine series. Both really cool. And and very exciting. Apparently, there. And apparently, there is good news coming soon for Macedonian readers. Mm, I'm yeah. wondering if that means a, another translation. Probably. I hope so. That would be fun. Yeah. Very exciting. More people get to read SR's work. Which is pretty remarkable if you think about it. All the different languages it's been translated into. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The Gabriel series in particular, I know that the uh, some of the Florentine series has been translated. I know the Spanish language has uh, only gotten. I think the prince and the raven, and hopefully some at some point they'll get the sh- get shadow and Roman, which would be awesome. I hope so because it gets to finish the story. Yeah, for them. So, shall we start? Yes, we are very get very into chapter to be discussing uh, the last part of chapter five, which, uh, as we know, we've been. Uh, covering chapter five for about a month and a half because we've had birthdays and celebrations and, um, mm-hmm. you know, also technical frankly, issues and a long chapter. So we wanted to explore it, um, mm-hmm. at, and have a time to de- dig deep into it. Um, and as, as we start the chapter, I did see Betty made a comment. Oh God, I tried reading Gabriel's Inferno in Spanish and I gave up. I ended up going back and forth to the English version. So in the end, I just stayed with the English version. (laughs) And as she notes, Mm -hmm. Groundhog Day in Chapter 5 of Redemption. That is the truth. That is is true. And we celebrated Groundhog's Day this weekend, or this past week. We had... uh, Punxsutawney um, Phil. Willie. Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney Phil. He uh, did see his shadow, so there was six more weeks of winter. Staten Island, Staten Island Chuck, who was not killed by Mayor, this one was not killed by Mayor Blasio. Um, he did not see shadow, so that's uh, you know six more weeks till spring. <laughs> and of course, my thing is, is if you groundhog sees a shadow, it's six more weeks till St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so. <laughs> That is that. There you go. 
it's well there you and go. I mean six weeks till St. Patrick's the, Day. The the weather the weather gods were listening because um, obviously <laughs> the Arctic blast came immediately following <laughs> the prediction. So and if you're an international listener, this is a tradition that happens in the some parts of the United States. It's cra- it's a crazy folklore type of thing. But it, it more mm-hmm. or less just is another way to try and keep people excited and help them get through the winter months. So, true. I mean, I know I know that uh, there's a, a a rodent in um, Canada that predicts the weather. There's a rodent, and I call them rodents because that's what they are. <laughs> in uh, I think in Michigan or Wisconsin, there's one. I mean, they they're all over the place. Yes, so. and Betty says Mother Nature says it is don't fun. trust a groundhog. She'll do whatever she wants when she wants, and as long as she wants. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, that is the truth. So, mm-hmm. wherever you are, whether it's warm and sunny or arctically cold. We're going to nestle into Chapter 5, Part 4. Um, and as we're settling into the story, everyone at the Emerson house has settled into their rooms for the evening. Julia sat at the edge of her whirlpool tub, testing the water. Now, as you remember, she's been really stressed out and has had quite the past couple days with her and Gabriel having their first fight and then making up and having these discussions about the future. So she's been under a lot of stress, and this is all under the backdrop of her studying for her doctorate and preparing her paper um, for the upcoming lecture. So she was looking forward to the baths and for a few moments of relaxation. She knew that she would have to work on her paper, but she said she thought that this entire day had left her really exhausted and weary. And she was wondering if she should call her therapist in Boston. Surely Dr. Watson would know and have suggestions for how to deal with the anxiety and her marital issues. The whole idea of Gabriel wanting to start a family is another item that she could talk to the doctor about. Mm-hmm. And she kind of reflected on the discussion. She and said, she you know, it wasn't terrible to have a baby. But Julia's enthusiasm was not like Gabriel's not like at this Gabriel's. point. Although she was really thankful she as she remembered her con- the conversation with Tammy. You know, comparing Gabriel's excitement comparing to Gabriel's Eric's cold indifference. To Eric's cold Julia knew exactly which way she preferred, but she just needed her strand or ground and not let Gabriel's passion overwhelm her. And if anything, Julia realized how much they needed to grow together as a couple, especially after their argument. And they would need to learn those lessons before they brought a child into the world. So she was really contemplating. I mean, Julia's never been to the point where she doesn't want a child. She definitely wants to have a child with Gabriel. She just doesn't want to have it now. And Gabriel's no, she's twenty-five. To get started. She is 25, and she just, well, she's so been on the doctoral program, you know? Right. So that's, you know, she wants to finish this goal and have time as a husband and wife, have time to grow together as a couple, and then, you know, and then be able to settle in. 
And in the comments, I see Betty saying, how many bubble baths has Julia taken so far? I feel like that may be a a question for a future quiz that Betty throws upon us. (laughs) That's a good question, Betty. I don't know. There you go. Never enough, as as we said. And she also said, perhaps she should write her paper in the shower. And recognize, and she also noted that Julia needs time to focus on her career. Um, and she, she is. Does. And Gabriel's, and she is. that's the one thing. Gabriel's not saying he doesn't think that. I think he just wants to start talking about it and thinking about the opportunity for mm-hmm. it. And I think even the discussion of it True. is stressing her out. Gabriel's never said, I want a child and now. I mean, that's never been part of that discussion. I think I think Julia feels that it's implied. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. But everything he's well, done to support um, her career academically, I feel like. I think maybe it's Julia's. Sensitivity and. Sensitivity and. Maybe lack of confidence. Maybe lack of confidence. That, that could be, but I think it's also. I think also it's her. Um, you know, she she's not feeling great about about it yet. I mean, she's still dealing with the issues from her right. own mother, and I'm sure that plays into her her well, mind as well. That's super. That's well, very true. And you know, Shell raised a good point in the chat. You know, she Shell said, "Would she have this anxiety if she just talked to Gabriel?" And Shell, I can hear Anna now saying, Shell, "Communication, communication, communication." <laughs> communication <laughs> yes. Our other podcast uh, chat participants usually who's in the chat room. I agree. I feel like she needs to talk to him more about her her concerns and her fears. Um, Betty says, mm-hmm. I have a feeling Julia wouldn't be this stressed with Paul. <laughs> of course she would say that, Betty. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely, but I have a feeling that the same would go as far as Paul goes. <laughs> and Shell notes, the discussion of the topic shouldn't be taboo just because she's focused. And I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. And Betty notes Gabriel is 10 years older. So if he brings it up, then this adds the pressure. So, and I think it is Gabriel being to... the force of nature that Gabriel is, right? I mean, he is this overwhelmingly yes, charismatic, yes. very strong persona and who, who completely has, you know, almost uh, take just completely taken her in. And she's been, she mm-hmm. sometimes at times has lost herself within him and within that putting him on the pedestal at one point. I know she put, he puts her on a pedestal, but she also puts him on, or he also, she also puts him on a pedestal too. They both have to get mm-hmm. off the pedestal. Oh, or they both need to share it. on a pedestal is They not both good. need to share it and be. Share, sharing is good. But I think sharing it goes back caring. to the communication point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shell said, uh, "Excellent so. point, Leslie. After going to hell for her education and all, she should see it is he wants. She should see that he wants her to succeed, and that's mm-hmm. you know true, very true. true. Um, so as Julia's musing through these things, and you know, I think she is right that they need to learn how to be a couple, and they need to work together as a couple, and they're learning that." But they're still newlyweds, mm-hmm. so it's 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 a time. <laughs> I'm laughing at I'm they, laughing at Betty's comments. Betty, 
This is what Julia needs to do the next time the topic comes up. Gabriel, I want a baby. Julia, no sex for you. <laughs> I doubt that would work very much for yes, you. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but very funny, buddy. Very funny. So as Julia's mm -hmm. waiting mm -hmm. for the water to rise in the tub, she felt the hairs on the back of her neck. And that means she knows who walked in the room. She can sense him without seeing him. We know that. So she turned to see her beloved. Mm -hmm. He had unbuttoned the top three buttons of his shirt standing by the vanity. And a few of his chest hairs were showing in his white T-shirt. So you can imagine painting the scene, right? SR does such a good job with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he told her he never tired of looking at her. So you know he is definitely feeling very amorous right now. And he told her he should paint her and... Julia suggested that he was Caravaggio the other night when he painted her. And they got paint all over the floor, as she reminded him. Gabriel wasn't happy that he had to clean it up, but he wanted to do it again. <laughs> and, and Julia reminded him. That's when you get the big plastic exactly, tarp out and put it on the floor. <laughs> Absolutely. Julia reminded him, though, that they had company. And then seductively, he asked if he wanted to join her. Um, so, you know, thinking about Caravaggio, and I think, Pam, I think they should have a, a plastic tarp at the ready for uh, their painting ex excursions. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, when, and you know, the, the thing is, you're going to have a drop cloth anyway when you're painting. This is true. Room. We actually asked SR what so. colors did Caravaggio Emerson use to paint his beloved. And he responded, red, yellow, and blue. So that must have been quite the piece of our art. Um, <laughs> you can make a lot of nice colors I, I with know. all those. You can get, you can get pretty creative with the, the primary mm -hmm. colors mm -hmm. like that. I love the fact he answered that question. I did not think he was going to answer that question when I put it out to him. Um, so thank you, SR, for uh, indulging us on that. Um, that would mm -hmm. that would be worth a fanfic, uh, a separate little fanfic uh, story. Uh, so, you know, she held out her hand to him in response to his request if he wanted her, him, if she wanted him to join her. And Gabriel would prefer to watch. So Julia started mm -hmm. to put on a show for him. She held up her hair and arched her back like a pinup girl. She was flirting with her husband. And I think he was enjoying the dance quite a lot. And before he started to undress, she stopped him and asked if he would mind getting her bubble bath out of the guest bathroom because she had left it there the night before. And of course, since he is really eager and happy to please his beloved, he said, not at all, goddess, as he left the room to get it. And Betty pointed out that those red, yellow, and blue are Superman colors, which is an excellent point. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, Betty. And Superman is Canadian. <laughs> and... As SR would yes. point out. <laughs> and, and Michelle also noted that was an excellent point. So Superman painted his beloved and in then, then, Superman colors. And when 
when you mix all the colors together, after a while, they come become a nice brown color. So why not just use chocolate powder well, paint? That's another well, excursion for another evening, Pam. Uh, yes, <laughs> body paint and whipped cream. Um. So you know, it you, he had been gone a little bit, took a little bit more time than he expected because that the, the uh, said bubble bath had fallen off and the side of the tub, and it was wedged between the uh, wastebasket and a wall. And as he was retrieving it, he noticed a small box in the in the trash can that said pregnancy test. So the box was empty. So somebody's taking a pregnancy test. And that, in that must house. have been a surprise to him. I think it might. I think it would be. <laughs> and uh, so he he goes back and he goes down the hall, back to the bathroom, and gives the, the hand it's the bubble bath to Julian. And the sun is the sandalwood and satsuma. Mm. She reined herself in another provocative pose, but Gabriel wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> he was lost in thought. It reminds me of a story of a, a friend's um, mom was saying when she was newlyweds and how focused her husband would be on a, a game. She, one time she walked naked right in front of him in front of the TV set. He didn't even flinch. <laughs> he was so lost yeah, in it. Yeah, lost that, in yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sports and men, especially when they're adamant about what they're watching, are lost causes on that end. <laughs> now he was distracted by another. I, spe thing, I speak from experience. Another thing. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm sure you do speak from experience mm -hmm. since you were married to a quite. That, a I, I will fan. admit to that. Yes, I mean we had a we had a prenup that said he could watch all NFL games that were on TV. <laughs> Thank God at that time there wasn't that many stations. <laughs> Actually, you are lucky on that. <laughs> you could have 24-hour yes. access. We we did have ESPN, but we did not have mm -hmm. the NFL. Anyway. So uh, as she arranged herself in this provocative pose, and I, I picture Vargas Girl style. I don't know if, if you look, if you go to Google and, and look at Vargas Girls, I only know them because my aunt used to draw them for... Um, her brother's friends on back of envelopes when during World War II. I'm looking that up right so, now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so as as he uh, Julie asked him what was the matter, and he says he he's like he asked if Rachel was pregnant. Julie said she wasn't aware of that, but she knew that they were trying. And when she asked why, Gabriel told her about the box, and said, you know, it was probably Rachel. And then uh, she said, but then again, it could be, it could be uh, Tammy. Who knows? Um, and he just said he wished that it was her. And the look he gave her was so intense, she felt the heat on her skin. Uh, Julie asked, even after yesterday. Mm. Was Julie, so we asked, we asked SR, was Julie surprised that one of the family members took a pregnancy test? And did the test increase her anxiety? And uh, SR says that he, he thinks she was. And yes, it did heighten her worries. Which would make yeah. sense when you think it. Yeah. 
So Gable said, yeah, that couples argues, husbands or asses aren't all men, though. That's my line there, <laughs> and I tell everybody. Uh, we have a lot of sweaty makeup sex and move on. And Julia looked at the water and said uh, that she'd much rather have this, the heavy uh, makeup sex than, than the fight. And now Gabriel's starting to get a little bit into it mm -hmm. again. Um, his voice gets hoarse. He says, well, that would rather defeat the purpose. And she inhaled and deeply and looked at Gabriel. I'm not ready for a family. He told her that their time would come as well as he didn't want to start a fight with her. I mean, he I think he really does want a baby. I, I, and he definitely wants a baby with Julia. We know that. But, um, you know, he also is aware that, number one, he can't because he had the vasectomy. And number two, she's still very up in the air about all this stuff. She wants children, but not yet. So she told him, to, um, she mentioned that, you know, maybe the pregnancy test was Tammy's. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned, well, she, she already has a child. She's Quinn. And uh, she said that Tammy uh, mentioned to her that, you know, they would like to have another child. They would like to have a boy and a girl. And if there was another boy, then she would like to try for, you know, possibly right. three. Uh, right. So it definitely, I think of, I think of all the scenarios. Well, I think the Rachel one, because they know they were trying, uh, was the most likely mm -hmm. with the Tammy one close behind. You know, I think that would have made sense if I would have found mm -hmm. the pregnancy test at the Emerson residence. That's what I would have thought. You know, as Anna notes, Julianne's priority mm -hmm. is Harvard. And hello, right. Anna, I, I mentioned you earlier saying how I know you would have said they need communication before you got on the chat box. So, mm -hmm. so and Betty, uh, Betty said that uh, I would cover up, move to a convent. Yes, Sister Elizabeth. <laughs> and she also, Sister Elizabeth of the And Bronx. she also said it could be Pam's test. <laughs> Betty, you are on fire today. That would take a miracle. That would be a miracle, which I don't need right now. Oh my gosh! You know. So, uh, as as she's you know they're talking about it. Uh, Gabriel goes into the other room for a minute and adjusts the lighting and puts uh, on the speaker in the ceiling the uh, Astrid Doberto on the speaker so that it fills the air with that nice bossa nova sound that she sings and he was teasing her and and she rolled her eyes and told him that the water would be cold by the time he finishes because he's tugging his shirt off he's taking his good old time about this and uh she said uh gabriel doubted that he would not be standing out here when he finishes and said that he'd planned on finishing inside of her <laughs> i love how he puts it out there Yes, yes, men do. Anna wants to know who leaves the wrappings of a pregnancy test in someone else's home. That is a good question. She did try to, whoever it was, tried to hide it though. Right. In the trash. And he just happened to see it. He wouldn't have seen it otherwise. But yeah, I mean, again, Gabriel's doing his magic mic number. <laughs> Perhaps. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I. I don't think I would have taken a pregnancy test if I'd been at my mother's house or my sister's. Yeah, I think uh, that's something you typically don't do. But maybe I mean, there was a dire. Unless you're really trying, and you think that maybe. I don't know. I guess it is family, you know, and they felt comfortable, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, uh, Floor was laughing at Betty's uh, comment about his best magic mic number and notes that whoever it was, uh -huh. they were trying to keep it a secret from her partner. So that's also, that makes sense then why they would do it at somewhere besides their home. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. if they're trying mm -hmm. to keep it quiet and not have the other person know about it yet then that would make sense. And frankly, as uh, <laughs> Anna says, hide it in your car, rip it to pieces, your luggage. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, you Shell said that. maybe no one expected someone else to go looking in the garbage. <laughs> See, I, that, that's my thing. I can imagine it, you know, like if you're leaning down to get something and your face basically is in looking in a trash can, you'd, you'd, yeah. then you'd see it. But if you're just you know, getting the trash together, you'd probably, I know for me, I have, you know, little bags that I put in the trash can and fold them up and I don't know what's in there. I just tie it and go mm -hmm. on my way. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Who knows? I know. As, as floor notes, and, uh, I definitely would not take one at my mom's, but at my sister's, yes. So, and really this, mm -hmm. no one would have stumbled upon it. It's likely no one would have stumbled upon it, except for the fact that the bubble bath fell and Gabriel leaned down to get mm -hmm. it. It's just that simple. So. Yep. That's absolutely true. So Julia is uh, getting ready for him to get in that bathtub mm -hmm. with her. <laughs> and she's ogling her husband all too perfect body and I'll tell you what the thighs have it for me I don't know what it is about men's thighs just, mm. that's something I like it's a beautiful thing it is so his eyes are fixed on her and it killed him when she looked at him that way and uh, she asked why and he told her it looks like you want to lick me all over <laughs> which of course she did absolutely and uh, he he was in a tub in a, and in a flash wrapping his long legs around her in this. And he noticed that the scent in the bathtub was very familiar. And she told him that she had bought the bubble bath of, that had the same scents as the massage oil that he had used uh, in, Flor or in Florence. So he rubbed her back with it, and, and if he remembered, and Gabriel said that rub more than her mm -hmm. back and it is he's snuggling her you know how we're getting into this nonsense gabriel's baby making senses were tingling and julia's hungry but not mm -hmm. for food they are ready to right. feast on each other absolutely and uh but gabriel also wanted to talk to her before all any other activities would uh, proceed mm. 
and uh, she wanted to know what it was about. So he, he continued. He said, you seem to take bubble baths when you're stressed, and you've been taking them daily. And that's when Julia really opened up to him a little bit, said, you know, I've had a lot on my mind lately. And Gabriel said, tell me, you know, Gabriel, to his credit, is trying to make the communication like he's he's trying to connect with her and find out really what's going on. <laughs> but he goes talking now. Bad timing. Bad timing. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I'm giving Gabriel points for asking her and trying to, to find out what's really going on with her. So she right. pondered a bit, sloshing in the bubbles with her hand. And she said, grad school, you know, I'm, she's worried about flunking out. And she told him that. And she was worried about her lecture. And he had spoken about the lecture and had given his opinion. And he said, you know, it really is very good. And you're not going to flunk out. You know, just take grad school one semester at a time. And, you know, coming from Gabriel, I mean, he went through this. He went through the process. He knows how hard it is. Mm -hmm. He went through the program at mm -hmm. Harvard. Like, so he really, you know, hearing that from him should help alleviate some of her fears because he really is trying to support her. Um and she said she didn't have time to entertain the relatives this week. And he notes that they can entertain themselves. Um, she could spend the day working on her paper instead. And he would grill the steaks and Rich, Rachel and Tammy could fill in the rest. You know, so he's mm -hmm. trying to take things off of her list of worries, off of her plate, so to speak to make it easier for her, you know, her, she's freaking out about grad school. And so he's trying to help her with that by, um, helping to share the load and other things in their lives, which I think was really commendable. Mm -hmm. Um, so as now here's the, here's my thing. Why can't, why couldn't Scott or, um, Aaron help with it too. Why does it have to be Rachel and Tammy? Well, I think they could. I agree with you. And I, I think, think they, they would, could too. Actually, I, I, I definitely think Aaron would. Aaron's very hands on. Yeah. So, um, and I think because of Tammy, Scott might yeah. be. Well, and in the chat, Shell noted that, you know, Gabriel would be selfish if he didn't ask about how she was doing, in her opinion, which. I mm -hmm. think is, I think is true, but he also sometimes will let her just do her, you know, not want to pry. Well, that's not really Gabriel's personality, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. as Betty said, well, if you must know, Julia is stressed paper plus new home. And now baby talk equals endless bubble baths. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of true. I mean, that they're big life changing experiences. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Betty also said, I'd forgotten the family is still in the house. Yes, as they are getting uh, uh, getting amorous in the bathtub. Uh, yes, the family mm -hmm. is still in the house. Flora said, Gabriel's definitely trying here. Kudos to him for knowing Julia and her bubble bath stress reliever. Yeah, so he definitely has mm -hmm. picked up on that, uh, you know, that way of her coping. And Betty says, why does no one think of takeout? Which, again, 
Yes, Betty, I agree. Grubhub, <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> um, excellent point, Shell said. Takeout is a viable option. And then Anna notes, mm -hmm. Gabriel is very observant. Tub talk is more relaxed. She relaxes and may answer honestly. Gabriel always tries That's to help true. her and fix things. Julianne thinks she has to do it all. It's a martyr syndrome. Excellent, excellent feedback, Anna, mm -hmm. from a resident. And, that, and, and it's true. At the All Things SR podcast. It's true, though. And that's very true. And it's because mm -hmm. she's had to. Yeah, you do need that. Right? In the past, it was all on her to do everything. So she doesn't need to do that anymore. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate this. So... Gabriel was massaging her shoulders and she could feel her muscles start to relax. And, you know, all these suggestions, you know, she said, you know, that really would be a big help. And he said he would do anything for her. And you know that, don't you? And she turned and kissed him. So when they broke the kiss, Gabriel reminded her that they would have her birthday in Italy. And was there anything special she would like? So birthday in Italy, I think that would be special enough. But her response was only just you in bed for days, which again, mm -hmm. I concur. I think that would be a beautiful way to celebrate her birthday. Your birthday, uh -huh. yes. So he asked if she would like to have anyone join them in Umbria. And she said, no. She said, I just want you all to myself. The family could all come to Cambridge for his birthday. And, you know, she reminded him she doesn't really like to make a big fuss for her birthday. And that September would be very busy for them. Um, Gabriel uh, reminded her that 25 was a milestone birthday. And she came back with him, so is 35. And he told her that his milestone birthdays were good because of her. Otherwise, they are just wasted days. And when she asked why... And when she asked why, why he had to be so sweet, he told her that he had tasted sour most of his life until she came into it. So Julia mm -hmm. kissed his pecs and said that they will be having a September party um, in that case. So, yes, parties on and more ways than one. Um, <laughs> party on, dudes! Party on, Pam. <laughs> and Shell said, or actually Floyd said, um, she agreed with Anna's point. She said, very true, Anna. You are more relaxed in that moment when you're in the bathtub with mm -hmm. your, you know, with your spouse or your beloved. And um, mm -hmm. Betty, Betty, the, belie the big believer of takeout, saying, me, family's coming over. They'll either pizza or sandwiches. Problem solved. <laughs> and Betty says he does win points with that. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, but no gelato. Sorry, not 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 until they get mm -hmm. to Italy. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe. And uh, in the immortal words of Bill and Ted, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. <laughs> Party on, Pam. Hey, I got the, you know, you got the, the hand motion going too. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So, so, go ahead. so Gabriel had asked what she had spoken to Richard about. And she said that she told him that she'd like, he'd like to move back, but didn't want to buy the house. And she assumed it was in retirement money for him because when, when Gabriel bought the house from uh, Richard. And uh, so she understood that. And Gabriel said, well, he can move back without buying the house. And it asked if uh, that was okay. And uh, she said it was fine, not at all. Uh, she thought that Richard may think that he was taking advantage of all the renovations that they had done to the house. And, uh, you know, he could enjoy them without having to worry about it. And uh, the only thing that Gabriel was worried about was the furniture. I mean, you know, because they had probably they had refurnished the house, too. So Gabriel or Richard could bring his furniture back and then they could maybe give the furniture to Tom and put it in storage. And because Tom's furniture had seen better days. Right. I, and I think that was just I, I, the whole that whole idea of having Richard come back. I just think was so thoughtful of both of them. You know, um, I know it is a benefit for them too because someone will be at the house. The house won't be vacant for most of the year. Um, but the way to um, keep connected with Richard. And as Betty says, you heard that, Richard. Come on down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as Betty says, you heard that, Richard? Come on down. <laughs> so, in Cambridge for you so, know, and with the furniture, there's no, he's, you know, Gabriel admitted that Tom was not one of his favorite people. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. But since you are, he kissed her. And so, you know, he really thinks that Tom would help uh, his future. Uh, and the things that he bought with Grace, they could come back right. into the house. The, the, they were the in furniture Richard had that he the, the, wanted the to keep. They could work yeah. out what pieces they wanted in the house, what right. pieces they wanted to store, and what pieces they wanted to give. Um, Absolutely. And Betty notes, Absolutely. Diane will be happy if Tom gets new furniture. <laughs> that is true. But, you know, Gabriel also said they could also offer to uh, Rachel and true. Aaron. That, so she said uh, Gabriel asked how he felt she felt about that and she told him she was okay with it and she, she you know she, uh, uh, Diane and she said he's good he's Diane is good with my dad and she's good for her for him and and she would like him to have someone to grow old with and Gabriel hated to break it to her but her father was already growing old now now that I take offense to her. um <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, you know, I think he's kind of joking with her on that. I, I think he was kind of, you know, ribbing her a little bit. On yeah, that yeah, probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. And he would have been, he would have been water slapped. He splash <laughs> of the water for me. Anyway, so, uh, he, you know, he's like, you know what I mean. And so Gabriel moved her around and she wrapped her legs around his waist and he said, he told her, Lucky for you, I am not too old to keep you up all night. And this was this room had not been christened yet. <laughs> so we don't know whether the train went into the tunnel and went blowing out. It the definitely other end. did. 
definitely. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind. There was a lot. There was a lot of action that night. There was that christening was a very uh, religious experience, shall we put it that way? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I and in the chat before we get to the question. Um, Anna noted, and I think rightly so, that the whole issue with Richard and the, and coming back to the home, um, Anna notes that that's Gabriel's way of repaying Richard. And I think that's very insightful. Um, it's, you know, showing his generosity because Richard's been so generous in his love and his life for, for Gabriel. And... Betty also noted Gabriel doesn't like many people. Tom, Paul, his old psychiatrist. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that made uh, that made Shell laugh. And Floor mm-hmm. also was laughing at Pam. She said, we all get better like fine wine. Well, we do. Uh, and Anna notes, I don't like Tom, Paul, or either of the psychiatrists (laughs) (laughs) and Betty also noted when he was saying the bit about Tom growing older she says says the man who's 10 years older than his wife Mm -hmm. and um, Betty notes uh, as we uh, end the chapter that's a pay-per-view portion of the novel (laughs) that's true (laughs) that is true yes what's that what's that new group out now that's uh Making people a lot of money for you, or something like fan, only fans, something. Like oh, anyway, no, we'll have to check that out. I, I've seen it written about a couple of times. I, I have no idea what it's about. Anybody know what so. Pam's referencing? Just curious. Anyone in the chat? And Shell agrees with Anna <laughs> about the not liking the. I'm thinking, is that the one that what you're agreeing with, not liking Tom Paul or the psychiatrist? I think mm-hmm. so. So, I think you should read this question because <laughs> <laughs> this was more directed at you. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so I I missed a I missed a word when I was typing this in, and I said, "Will Gabriel ever be too keep Julia up keep all Julia. night?" And that's referencing. Uh, the Gabriel quote that we had just talked about. Um, Gabriel said, lucky for you, I'm not too old to keep you up all night. Mm-hmm. And um, again, didn't think SR would answer this one. I thought he'd be amused that I asked it. Um, and he says, I'm wondering about the word that is missing here. But regardless, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but regardless, Gabriel says No. <laughs> Um, yes he will never be too old to keep julia up all night let's be honest never ever 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 they have that passion that's going to burn oh yes for years and And, and and it's julianne's reaping the benefits of those 10 years of experience yes she is anna yes she is of course his only fan pages are on IG, LOL. You can create one and get paid to post all sorts of nonsense. Okay, so it's called mm-hmm. OnlyFans, Betty says. Just okay. weird stuff. And what, Betty then wonders if Snarky would have an account. <laughs> Probably. I could see Snarky I with could an see account. Snarky with an account, too. Most definitely. 
Most, yeah, as long as it brings money to him, he'll be <laughs> Well, Snarky's an entrepreneur, you know. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> He's he quite is. creative. That he is. So, um, don't forget that SR is going to be doing a Lenten reading if you want to join in. Uh, the book is The Art of Lent, and it's a painting a day from Ash Wednesday to Easter, and it was done by Sister Wendy Beckett. Um, I don't know if anybody has ever seen Sister Wendy Beckett's PBS or on BBC, but she does she does some really interesting uh, discussions about artwork, and uh, you can find her now on uh, YouTube as well. And she was a nun who went to Oxford. She was a student of Tolkien's, and uh, he really wanted her to continue on with him, but she wanted to have a more contemplative life so she was um so she went off to her Carmelite nuns and uh, Walter says hello by the way and she that's when she started with the artwork so that I think that it's beautiful the book I, I do have it it's it's a square book it's not it's not very big um maybe four by four mm -hmm. but it's got a nice little description about the painting and then uh, something to meditate upon. Well, so. and I think, I mean, I and I put the link in the chat box uh, for those who want to order it and read along. I mean, it's a, re it's a, mm -hmm. a painting a day, right? So it's really yeah. a kind of a great way, even if you're not religious, I think, to kind of have mm -hmm. a time to think about something and meditate on it. It doesn't have to be... Mm -hmm. Um, in a religious no, bent. It does um, not. So I think that could be pretty fun. And Betty notes, I haven't even read last year's Lent read. And Flora says, I just got mine. It's the perfect size book. Excited to follow along. I am too. And he's actually going to, SR is going to be on our podcast on April 1st uh, for to discuss it. So, you know. Yes, it will be cool. And I think... It, It'll be fun. Lent begins February 22nd. February 22nd. So, yes, uh, I think Mardi Gras is the 21st. Mm -hmm. um, so if you get your book, uh, try and order it um, or find it at the library and plan to read along. I, I still need to do that. I would like to participate this year, um, especially since we have SR coming on in April. Um, to kind mm -hmm. of talk about the reflection, I think it'll be really cool. So, mm -hmm. worth checking out. And it is, it is. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's it's perfect because you, you don't. It's last year's book uh, by N.T. Nightwell was very um, inspirational in many ways. It, it it was a larger read, and when. With this, it's nice because you can just go day to time. You don't have to do it, you know, a chapter at a time and try to get the whole thing done as as best as possible. So I think this will be good. This yeah, be good. I think it's another fun way to connect to the community. And I think it's a really good, um, just an opportunity to expand your mind as SR always mm -hmm. being the didactic one. Uh, will lead us to learn about different things or contemplate things in a different way. And I think that just helps us all grow. So 
Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Floor noted, it's funny so. you say that, Betty. I have last year's Lent book, too, but I never finished. So, this year it sounds like... Yeah, I have, I have it as well. This year sounds like uh, it's going to be one that uh, will be able to uh, kind of read along yeah, and it's, as you we know, go. And it's, it's funny, because when I was talking to my, my niece a while ago, and uh, my my niece and her husband um, are are very actively involved in their church out in Minnesota, and um, they I know my niece grew up as Episcopalian, but I don't know Paul. I think was more into a Baptist thing, um, but they. Uh, we were talking about Lenten readings, and they also, their church read that book last oh, wow. for discussion. Oh. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway. Very cool. I digress. Um, yeah. <laughs> Betty says, I'm glad I'm not the only one who didn't finish it. Sorry, plot boss. I flunked last year's assignment. <laughs> this was optional. This you know, as long as, as, it as wasn't, it wasn't that's a, right. And it, <laughs> even if you've read part of it and got something out of it, that's the point. Mm-hmm. You know, something that hit hit the nerve for you. It's true. So it's true. Anyhow. So thank you. We made it anyway. Through, Pam. We made we it did. through today we did. Thank after technical God difficulties Almighty. yesterday, and we made it through chapter five of redemption. And we did. We definitely we did. So I'm gonna leave us this morning with one of my favorite artists because I love I love uh, guitar mm. music. It's uh, Beneath Your Skin with Jesse Cook. And you can find him on Facebook. He's really interesting. See, so we'll see yes, you all see next you Saturday week. morning, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, for those in the eastern part of the U.S., or whatever mm-hmm. time uh, 9 a.m. New York is for you. If you yep. want to come and join us in the chat room, uh, we are very, very Please feel free. happy that you were able to join us today. Please have a great week. As Shell says, have a great week ahead. Betty's saying my way of coming on this and smelling like roses. Sorry, boss. I was reading the Florentine series as my Lent reading. (laughs) And thank you all for coming and joining us and for listening. Uh, Next week, chapter six of Redemption. It's it's a short one, chapter. but a good one. And I think, Pam, we should just, even though it's short, I think we should leave it for discussion. Yeah, because there's a lot, to, a lot we can discuss on that one. And congratulations, Anna's saying, 91 had a wonderful and emotional senior night, big win, and pinged the post twice. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm cool. so happy for you cool. guys. And Flora's wishing us staying warm, all sending you all sunshine from Florida. And stay safe till next week. We will take that sunshine. Thank you, Flora, for sending it our way. And have a wonderful week. Have a great have a great week. <laughs>